Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome, everybody, to another week of Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. I've got to thank you all so much for the t-shirt sales that have been going on. Um, I'm guessing by the time this airs, I'm going to be all sold out of larges. I did Mike at Moss Merch did such a great job. I cannot thank you enough, Mike. And Titty Bats, the freaking raddest t-shirt designer in all of mopeds. Um, thank you so much. If you guys don't know who Titty Bats is, um, I know his real name and I'm not gonna disclose it because that's how I am. Look up his Instagram, go buy his shit, dude. He is so awesome. And hopefully. We can get some rallies going. You can get the special rally shirt he made for this year. Um, and as always in a moped podcast, we this started in one venture, and now we kind of gone into more of the moped tales and moped journeys of different riders around the country. And some of these folks I met, some of these I don't haven't met, and this is one of the lucky ones that I've on my end, I've been a jerk. I've tried to have him on a couple times and it's always been last second. And you know, Jordan's a responsible guy. And he's like, dude, I got this going. I'm like, okay. And I worked around his schedule this time and he is so nice and so genuine. And I've had nothing but positive experience with him and his significant other Valerie that I did steal popcorn from. And I still feel bad about that. Uh, I see Vale. Um, but let me, let's, let's Jordan introduce himself and where he's from and all that good shtick. Um, yeah, I'm Jordan Utech from Omaha. I mean, affiliated with dope heads kind of loosely. It's kind of all over the gangs and stuff in Omaha, but yeah, I ride mopeds and uh, other things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You, I, I'm guessing we're going to hear Val laugh a little here and there, and that's awesome. Um, so, as always, but know what? I screwed up. We had a little prep before this, and I did not do my due diligence. I want to give out some information to everybody before Jordan gets into his tale. Um, there are a couple rides coming up on September. I'm looking it up again because I'm awesome like that. There's a couple rides going on in the East Coast. Um, so there's one from. Uh, a group we had on the Dirty Burning Broads out in uh, New Haven, Connecticut, September 19th. It's from 12 to 6. And also, if you know him, hit him up and harass him to get some details. Conan from Smog is putting on a ride down South Kekalecki the same weekend. So there's also another, another moped extravaganza going on that weekend as well. And I want to say congratulations to the big heat. Uh, you two are awesome. And I can't wait to see where your journey begins with you two. Um, but anyways, back to Jordan and his journey here on a moped pod here on second chance moped podcast. We start out what happened, what it was like and what it's like today. So Jordan, why don't you go ahead and tell us the very first time you remember seeing a moped, not necessarily getting on, but seeing a moped. Like, I don't really remember like them from my youth at all. Like, so growing up, my dad worked at like a Harley shop in Lincoln. So I like, grew up all around like two wheeled vehicles and like mostly Harleys and shit like that. Um, 
but like fast forward down the road, I was living in Omaha and I just moved to Omaha for school and needed to figure out some way of getting around and didn't really, a car wasn't really an option. Um, so I was just kind of doing some research that and ended up finding like some mopeds on Craigslist. Okay. And so basically from there, like one of the pause, ones I saw on there was, uh, you know me and my like timelines. What 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 year is this? I'm all about like numbers and time yes. and all that stuff. This would have been 2014, okay. I believe. So we're, we're in yeah, the year so of like, our Lord, 2014. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was just looking around on Craigslist and shit, trying to find like marketplace wasn't really a thing yet. Just trying to find like a a decent bike to get me around for school and work and shit like that. So I was on walk and um. I found like some bikes that Ed had on like he was selling on Craigslist and those were like super done up. He had like this metallic green free spirit with like disc brakes and shit like that. It was just super done up bike, but like it ended up like that one was a little bit out of my price range. So I didn't end up getting that. I posted like a wanted ad on Craigslist and eventually uh, I um, ended up getting my Brown maxi Honeybush not running. <laughs> <laughs> from this um from a friend of like Travis um he had sold it to so I bought like this not running maxi that was already like kitted out and like pretty built up and then that was the whole process of getting that running again and then like probably maybe a month or so into owning that I blew out the crankshaft nice. um just because I was riding it without transmission oil because I didn't um Cause you just, so yeah, then it kind of turned into like, Oh yeah. And you figure it out. So, uh, you wanna... so yeah, running it without transmission fluid, I ended up blowing the big end on the crankshaft. So then from there, like rebuilding it and ordered a new crankshaft and like my dad's pretty mechanically inclined, like definitely grew up with like wrenching family. Mm -hmm. So, tore into it from there and got it going again. And then, so. Now you same, said your dad was into Harleys and you grew up around that stuff. Were they, were him and all his buddies giving you a hard time of owning a two cycle? I mean, a little bit. It was not necessarily like the two cycle more so that it's like a moped and it's just mm -hmm. like the thing. Whereas like, they're all on like your big old, like 96 CC V twin shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, it was all part, like, he actually, some of, like, the people he knew with, he worked with, actually, some other people were pretty hardcore into, like, the mopeds and, like, had built up some pretty, like, blasty bikes in Lincoln and stuff. So, like, it's just two-wheeled community and just how it's, like, everybody kind of has their own little, like, sections, but it's all kind of inter interconnected at the same time. It's cool. Yeah. I, I know for myself, I went to this one old Harley shop looking for Welsh plugs when I first got into it. And the guy was super rad to me. He's like, oh, we don't have any. But this is what you do, and this is how you fix it. Because he just said, it was really awesome. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of knowledge there. Mm -hmm. So you blew up that Maxi. You had to you, did you do a full rebuild or just bottom – or what did you do on that rebuild? No. Was it just bottom end or um, – yeah, so like, I mean, I guess full rebuild. I mean, we replaced the crankshaft and the, all the bearings and seals and everything like that, gaskets and stuff. That one had a Polini kit on it, so the kit was still good. So just mm -hmm. put that back on. It rips. 
or ripped. Like that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One has several rebuilds on it now. And I ended up putting that motor onto like my blue rigid free spirit. And now I built up a Gila motor for that maxi. So, yeah. So you're going along, you rebuilt that motor. Um, what, it's, tell me about the first time you had the smile ride though. Like we, we usually talk about the smile ride on this. Like when, when did the addiction of mopeds really like get your, get your hooks in you? Oh, I'll probably like the first real ride of it basically. Cause like, so I had it for probably like a month or so and was just kind of struggling with it, trying to get it to go. And then I ended up bringing it over to Ed's here in Omaha and, um, basically everything on it was already together it was just like i wasn't starting it correctly so like they basically started it up right in the driveway and then riding it home from there and it's like the first time like the pipe hits it's like fuck yeah you know <laughs> yeah yeah awesome awesome so you bought that brown maxi what's your second bike you bought um a got about so just v1 silver tube frame bike which I actually still have that one too so like um yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the second one. It might have been like, I think I bought like a QT50 for like way cheap, and then I just didn't do anything with it and then sold it on Craigslist. You actually sell bikes. I thought you were a little more of a hoarder than that. I've seen your garage, my guy. Right, right. I mean, I sold a sell some more probably. <laughs> right on, right on. So you're, you've got that bike. You rebuilt the motor. You're, you're ripping around Omaha. Um, you, you met Ed and how did you meet Ed? Was that just through the, the, the Craigslist ad when he was selling bikes or? Actually, I can't remember if it was Craigslist or Facebook, but like either shot him an email or hit him up on Facebook and just being like, Hey, I have this bike. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. You know? What's so. the moped scene like it around 2014, 2015 in Omaha at this point? So that was actually like the first year of Rally of the Corn. So I feel like I had like a pretty good time because like I got that bike going in like March or so and then I like rebuilt it in like over April. And then that first rally was like the first weekend of June, I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah. So like a couple months after getting into it, first rally, and then it just kind of grew from there. And then like the next year – after that, that's when I finally started going to like out of town rallies and stuff. I think like South or Sioux Falls was probably my first out of town one, and then I hit like Casserollers a little bit after that. No, was so, that Sioux Falls one? Cool. Was that uh, Buffalo Boys? Yeah, Buffalo Boys, Green Bastards. I think that was the big dirty one. I'm pretty sure the Buffalo Boys they threw like oh shit like run to the hills rally like a year or two before that but that was before my time in mopeds okay okay so, so. we're green bastards right on right on um and trying to what you you hit your first out of town rally are you like i i feel like your story's kind of tied in with valerie a bit um are you two have you two met at this point or no that was a while later i mean we went got through a, mopeds. she's got an awesome bike dude like it's pretty rad like that white variant she's got yeah something sweet yeah yeah um so okay you're just tooling around you're going you're getting out seeing the scene um what what's going on 
in your life at this point are you like are you full-blown like mopeds is my life or are you just kind of trying to figure out your your spot in mopeds at this point I mean, yeah, probably still trying to figure out my spot. Like at that point in time, I'm like living in the dorms. And so like my options are like I lock the bike up to the bike rack outside and then throw a grill cover on it or I carry it up to the second floor (laughs) and put it on like my porch. So like I didn't really have the opportunity to kind of get like super hardcore into it then. But like by the time I ended up moving out of there, I had like shit like I think like three bikes that I had like basically between the bike racks and my porch. <laughs> That's, that makes me so happy. <laughs> um, so you're going to, um, you're going to rallies. You're trying to get a collection going. Um, at this point, when you build some fast stuff, like I, I'll say that about your bikes, you're not afraid to experimental bit. Are you chasing speed at this point? Or are you just sitting there? trying to keep bikes running oh both i mean like so like with my first bike that already was like a pretty like kitted out blasters like a plainy with a simonini pipe and like your four pedal reeds and like a 21 delordo so like that shit like that was not a slow bike but like basically from oh shit like sometime around that point i think it's like 2016 or so I actually went out to uh, Moped GP West out in California. Okay. So like, up, like up to that, like I'd kind of rebuilt it and like put a whole bunch of new air leaks in my bike and like, <laughs> and, like ported it all time without really necessarily like having like the idea of what I was doing and then like putting like a way bigger reed set up and carburetor and everything on that. And then go to like a 28 millimeter carburetor and then like going out to California and seizing, which is great. <laughs> That's, that's always fun making it to the big race and then, you know, blowing your shit up. Um, yep. but dude, that's how, we, that's how we learn. Um, yeah. 2016, what, how, how, was that just a long ass road trip out there or how'd you get out to California? Um, yeah. So actually it was me, like, so Jake came, came down from Minneapolis and met up with us here in Omaha so it was me, Travis King, and Jake Kane all on, like, this big, like, great American road trip and, like, this fucking dually Dodge pickup on a, with a trailer behind it with, like, 15 mopeds on it. Nice, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Arches Park in Utah and, like, the Grand Canyon and all this cool stuff. It was rad. And then just yeah. ended up in the desert in California. <laughs> awesome. Um when you're doing all this, like, are you finding a bike brand you're kind of loyal to? Or are you just one of these guys that is kind of hopping brand to brand? Or, like, what's, what's your go-to bike? Like, it seems like a lot of people like, oh, I'm a Derby guy, or oh, I'm an E50 or Honda or whatever. What's your kind of go-to bike at this point? I mean, I feel like the ones that I know the best and that, like, I'm the most comfortable tuning in and getting the most out of are definitely, like, the Pooks. I mean, I've been doing a bunch of, like, stupid shit with the E50s and stuff. But, like, I don't know. Like, right now, I've kind of been messing around with other stuff, too. Like, I've been, like, daily riders. It's between, like, a Vespa, an Avanti Super Bravo, and then, like, there's the Girlfriend's Derby, and then, like, a Maxi, too. So, like, basically, just kind of whatever one seems to be feeling the most reliable, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What's that blue bike you have? Oh, that little Rigid's? That's a Rigid Free Spirit. 
that I picked up in Iowa. I think we're coming back from the uh, one of the Hot and Ready's rallies, I think in 2018, and picked up a rigid on Iowa on the way back, and then like chopped that thing up a little bit, just like slammed the seat and put the Corrado wheels on it. And yeah, then I took the motor. That, that thing's was... tits, dude. I love the looks of that bike. That is really like, it's dirty, but dude, I just love the look your mags, your four spoke mags you have on that thing. Like, yeah, yeah, dude, that is an awesome bike. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And it's low too. Like as everybody's heard me talk on this podcast enough, I love low shit. So yeah. Um, so do you want to, I've seen some of your crazy stuff you've been doing with clutches and tuning. Do you kind of want to get into some like, cause you got some crazy Wayne shit going on with your KTM clutches and all that stuff, dude. Yeah. Um, so right now in that, um, on that blue spirit that you're talking about the rigid, um, that one, I have a KTM clutch in and that one's actually running like the treats, uh, straight cut gear set so you can get like a set of straight cut gears on treats and they come with like a ktm diameter bell and they just drop right in and then you can just get your ktm clutch off of ebay for 15 bucks and slap that in so the gears are expensive but like the clutches themselves are like fucking cheap which is rad um so then along that kind of similar line um i have a minarelli v1 like trick metric camera that i had um basically have the taper changed to fit onto an E50 and then that also fits into the KTM diameter bells and like that's been a pretty solid setup um and then like the latest one that I've been messing with that I haven't ran yet but I'm pretty excited to is I got like one of them it's a Tomar hole shot for KTM and that's like basically seems like a go-kart or like mini bike style clutch where it's got like the plates that have like the like that snap style engagement so yeah. I'm on that one right all right do you want to talk about that? Uh, what did you blow up last year, dude? That clutch bell that kind of ate your shin a little bit? Oh, yeah. That was so. That was kind of like my first kind of experiences with derbies. Um, so I got like um, this blue variant piston port with a Gila on it. And so from there, um, just kind of building that thing up. Like I basically I got it as a parts bike and kind of built it up from there. Um, so basically I had like a shortened Doppler pipe on that. And so it would rev out to like 13, I think. So I'm not sure if it was reading right, but my tachometer, like the max setting on it said like 14,400 RPM or something like that. And I'm pretty sure it was sitting 13 K like relatively regularly. Anyway, this thing varied at like around 10 grand or so. And like the clutch bell just fucking exploded. Like the, the clutches aren't really meant to go that much above like 10 grand like on the regular mm -hmm. so not really like an rpm designed motor and then i was asking some relatively high rpms out of it and then <laughs> yeah so i just shattered fucking blew a hole through the cases like blew the clutch bell up all over my leg and shit it was it could have been a lot worse it was one of those things like you're like oh fuck and you're kind of like ah oh, this sucks but you're also kind of grinning a little bit because it's like this is kind of a new failure and like it sucks because this motor sucks now and you put a bunch of time into it up to that, but it's like, Oh, well now I'm going to build a better. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'll have to post when we, if day or two before your podcast, we'll have to post some of those pictures of the destroyed clutch dude. Cause like I felt bad for you when I saw you in Kansas and how 
And you're like it healed for a bit, dude. That thing freaking that ate you up pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Um, so what other you, you talked about that build. Um what made you start chasing this? You I like that you're doing unique stuff and I always appreciate people doing unique things and getting away from the norm. Um I'm not I'll be the first one to admit I can break shit really well. So like I'm not knowledgeable enough to kind of step out of the window too much, but you are. And like, what makes you do that? Like that, I have all the respect in the world for people who try different shit. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's <laughs> most much you can get out of it. Sometimes it's like, so sometimes it's like, so Ed, like I like usually wrench it at shop a good amount and stuff. And then there's sometimes where he'll be like, no, you should probably shouldn't do that. And then like, there's kind of like, sometimes it's kind of like proving him wrong in a way, but mm-hmm. it's also like the shit that proves him right. So it's like, it's whatever, but it's also like fucking just trying to chase it, trying to make shit go fast. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's mopeds. I try not to take it too. So like just do stupid shit, I guess. Yeah, dude. And especially if you can get it to work, which is always awesome. Um, yeah. What is your favorite rally you've ever been to? Oh man, um, probably Black Hills, like the Green Bastards. Like they're fucking super good people, and yes, that is are. like the cool. Yeah, like out in the Black Hills, can see like Mount Rushmore is like whatever, but like um, the roads out there—that's some of the best riding ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I give I give them a hard time. Like, it is so beautiful out there. If anybody gets the opportunity to go out there and ride mopeds. I cannot yes. recommend it enough. The drive is fucking terrible. I will say that though. Like I can't do it. Like I might, I'll, I'll probably try their next rally they have out there, but like, yeah, it makes me want to do drugs again anyways. But, <laughs> um, so you said that what is the, and I, I go back and forth with this question sometimes, when have you had an experience riding mopeds and just kind of looking around and just in utter amazement, you are a part of this at this moment. You know what I'm saying? Like kind of stepping back from the scene and like, fuck, this is rad. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I feel like anytime like where you're on like that, the big ass rallies where it's like a hundred bikes or more. And like, it's like, there's, I don't know, just like all these little people who found like this weird little subculture and then they, they finally managed to kind of like connect with each other one way or another, you know, just like through the internet or social media and shit like that. And it's like this subculture wouldn't really have like grown without that, without that ability to just like kind of connect and like see what all these other people are doing, like on the other side of the country and just like getting ideas from them and like talking bullshit about what they're building and how you're building it. And just, it's just super cool. Just like how small this group is, but also how, why the geographical spanners you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i totally identify with that dude like it's like a few other things i'm associated with like <laughs> if it wasn't for this i would not have been able to experience so much life because i mean you and val, val have experienced the same thing like dude i've got to go to people's houses who've never met me you guys a prime example you guys took me into your home allowed me to stay i think me and you had like maybe five sentence conversation tops uh, via Facebook messenger. And like the thing about it is it's weird. Cause we all trust each other. Cause 
dude, we're moped people. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's 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 just funny like that. Um, what is your favorite bike you've ever bought? Like my favorite bike I've ever what? Bought. The favorite bought. bike you uh, ever purchased. Sorry. I don't know. I still think the the first Maxi Honeybush. Like that's number one. You know. Like, right on. I don't know. Just that's the one that's had the most time into it. That's the one where I've like, I feel like that's most shit I've, I could have done to that bike, you know, and it's cool. Yeah. It's so there's something about that first bike. I think for a lot of us, um, that we always hold on to, I still have both of my, I got both my first bikes at the same time. And once, once lawn art now we'll say that. Um, so, What's one regret you have in moped? If you could take it, if you could do it over and you, and you, everybody's probably heard the cop out, the not cop out, but the loophole to this, if you had a second chance in mopeds, what would it, what is it? And what would it be? Oh, I don't know. It's one of those things. It's like every, I mean, I've wasted a lot of money just breaking shit. <laughs> that was all like stepping stones like kind of growing and like figuring out like, Oh, this is whatever that issue is or like how you can avoid that or like, Oh, just fuck it. Don't worry about that anymore. Go a different route, you know? So like, I don't know if there are regrets, you know, just cause like each of those mistakes or failures are just another like stepping stone to like knowing what you know today, you know? Yeah. yeah, I hear it. Um, we'll go back to this one then. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done to mopeds? Oh, um, I don't know. In, in hindsight, probably like porting like my Polini cylinder, like the only one that I had uh, without really necessarily knowing what I was doing. Like I basically read or heard from somebody that like you raise your blowdown and that increases the amount that you can rev out. So like basically I raised the exhaust a little bit and then I'm like, oh, I need to make this more symmetrical. So now I just like keep trying to make it symmetrical. And then it like keeps it raising and raising and raising a little bit. And like, then it gets to the point where like the power band is so thin on this that it's kind of a turd to ride now. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> but it is what. Um, I think I've asked you this. What's your favorite rally? You already said Black Hills. Um. Besides uh, GP West, what's the farthest you've ever traveled for a rally? Um, Texas. Like, we went down to um, like Houston in 2018 and then Austin in 2019. So, like, my roommate Sean, like, he has some family down there. So, like, we'd, like, go down there. And, like, it was cool because, like, we'd basically just fill the van full of people and, like, fill a trailer full of mopeds and just, like, carpool down there split gas gets cheap and then like it's cool then you know it's like a hell of a road trip within like doing it for just a weekend because it's basically like a day's drive and then like a day's drive on the way back and then like you've spent the whole weekend out in the sun and you're just like kind of fried you know (laughs) so you definitely have the rally hangover on come monday is what you're saying on that one yeah yeah (laughs) um what I was gonna 
how did you come across that white variant of Bales? I'm kind of wondering that story. Um, so that was actually, that would have been 2018. So Chuck here in Omaha, he had that bike. And um, Val was kind of looking to get into the derby game. And then she ended up getting, um, that year, like the day before, the day of the Omaha rally starting up, like a car hit Val. So like that basically kind of, wiped her out for a while mm -hmm. and um basically from there we kind of made a deal with chuck where we bought that from him so and then from there kind of modified that sound put like the indian mags on it and stuff so it worked mm -hmm. out no that's a, i'm not a big yeah. purple fan but the the purple on those mags are pretty rad dude um yeah what's your you said you're loosely associated with the dope heads what's the story behind that if you mind me asking I don't know. I mean, it's like, I feel like gangs in Omaha aren't like really super serious or like that organized. It's like, I don't know, I'll rep the dope heads all day long, but it's also like, I'm pretty good friends with a lot of people and like the dead possums and like the slope heads and like your jolly wrenchers and like whatever, like, I don't know. I've, I've, I have a hard time finding enemies, I guess. So I get along with pretty much everybody in mopeds. So it's like, um, no, I, I, I definitely rep the dope heads, but I get along with everybody else pretty good too. You know, yeah. like, it's kind of intermingle in Omaha. Mm -hmm. And I think that's actually, at least my experience, what I've been kind of seeing the last couple of years. Um, and like, that's the way a lot of cities are. Like nobody, the, the fun ones and the ones you see the scenes growing and more, nobody takes it serious and they all intermingle and it's really rad. And yeah. Um, so I'm trying to, I'm wondering what you thought of the brap tails you went to, because that was my first rally as well, or not as well for you, but like for me, that was my very first rally that you got. If you were on the Saturday morning ride, you rode right by my house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so brap tails, I brought my Brown maxi and ended up like, I don't know if I kept like sticking rings or something like that. Fuck clots oil. Clots <laughs> oils. I'm pretty sure like that. I was running like clots oil for like a couple of months and stuck like three rings and like some bikes. And like, that was my experience at wrap tails is that like I was running that oil and I brought that bike and it was probably uh, some other bullshit that I wasn't really dialed in probably air leaks or something, but like it was just being a fight. So Let's blame the oil. I do too. That's why I don't run to AMS oil anymore. I switched to AMS oil. I haven't freaking stuck anything since. So I, I'm running the strawberry mix, the iPhone. Yes. Smelly stuff. Yeah. yeah so I love I, it. Because I missed out on the Saturday ride of like rap and like that. Everything I heard that that was a fucking awesome ride. So. Well, you and Val will have to get up here. I'll fucking take you guys on a ride. As I said before, you guys are always welcome to my house um i got a i got a little something i'm trying to get people to go on like a 50 60 mile ride on saturday you know go out to go from minneapolis to stillwater and back again it should be should be pretty rad right oh yeah dude like i said if you guys want to fucking run to st paul quick over the weekend you're more than welcome to come <laughs> yeah. uh what we need to sometime i'm not sure if it's no, when it's in dude. the cards but yeah um so 
what's I, I'm I'm rapid firing a lot of questions at you lately. Um, what is your you said Moto GP is one of your favorite things that you did together, and I I think of you two together all the time, so it's like weird asking some of these questions. Like, what is your favorite memory of mopeds with Valerie? Oh, I don't know. Probably some of like the road trips. Pretty much every road trip we've been on, like with the rallies and stuff, like those have always been like fucking awesome. You know, it's like getting to experience like new places with like your best friend and stuff, and it's it's just super cool. And just riding around with like all these other friends and stuff in a new city and just being shitheads. It's rad. Yeah. Um. What do you, what's your weekly mopeds like? I, this is such a weird year, dude. Because like. Everybody, I, I think everybody's like wanting to talk about the rallies they've been to, and nothing's happened. So, like, what what's your twenty twenty been like in the moped land? Have you been blowing a lot of shit up like me? Um, I've actually been doing pretty good with like blowing shit up. I've been so like, I basically ride daily. I can ride to work every day and back. Um, I've actually been like doing pretty good with like um getting new builds and stuff done. Like, um. I don't know, through like a Thomas Parma kit on like the girlfriend's maxi and got that all dialed in and that thing fucking rips. Um, I don't know, through one of like those new like 47.6 millimeter like Barra kit, Metro kit bullshit things on like the girlfriend's derby. Mm -hmm. um, How's that? I know got, somebody like, doing the same thing to the same exact bike because I know where the same exact bike <laughs> is. Um, yeah. Yeah, that thing's going to rip. Yeah, it's a good setup. Mm -hmm. yeah but i don't know just kind of been trying to wrench and stuff i mean i'm building up a new race bike so like i did like this working on like this tunturi city bike thing which is some like weird goofy rare bike but i can like chopping a bunch of shit up on it and putting a mono shock and like basically that's gonna try and be like my non-variated race bike so that's kind of been like a lot of the time that I've been putting into mopeds, like outside of just riding to work, you know. <laughs> right on, right on. Um, this is something that I'm like, what's your tire of choice for mopeds? Because I've gone through a rear tire already, like just worn it out this this summer. I've rode so much on my daily rider. So what's your favorite brand of tire for mopeds? The ones that are on sale are? Had now. <laughs> I'd know all day. Like, I don't know, I got K56 on, like, a couple of bikes. Um, there's, like, that K58, like, off-roady enduro thing that I have on, on Val's Derby. I got, like, K55, and then, like, some other, like, weird, like, more vintage-styled one on the Gadabout. So, like, that's pretty much my go-to tire brand. Okay. Um, yeah. And... I don't know. I feel like I, I, I got some more questions to ask you, but I'm just kind of, I've had a long w week at work and it's only Tuesday. Um, what? Yeah. Um, is there anybody you want to shout out or think or any good stuff like that before we kind of get this podcast closed? I don't know. I mean, like pretty much all the friends that I would have gotten to able that I would have gotten to see this year at rallies and stuff that like, kind of missing out on you know it's like i'm not i went down to kc like a couple of months ago and got to hang out with the spicy boys a little bit which is rad but like pretty much all the other crews in the midwest i feel like probably like the big 
three scenes for me, which are like, I've had like the most experience with and like the people that I missed is like, there's like the spicy, like KC is a good crew. Then like the Sioux Falls crew and then Minneapolis too, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like everybody else too. I mean, like the St. Louis people are rad and Texas people are rad. Fucking, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's some good shit. Also like the people over at like treats and stuff, like doing their thing. And like, I don't know. I just got my shit from the sale yesterday and it's like, now I can do all these other things and like I can try and make some progress again, I guess, you know? It's yeah. Like I can't, I can't think treats enough for all their tireless work that those guys have just, I think they've just been swamped because they've been behind two to three days all season. I mean, and I, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, what was that, my guy? No, I'm just glad they're staying safe about it, you know? I mean, because <laughs> – Oh, no, shit's crazy. And I've been told by a little birdie that I know that the odds, if you're getting your stuff like on a Tuesday, Wednesday, the odds of Benji actually packaging that is pretty damn high. So he is there packaging stuff as we speak. So, yeah, which is pretty rad that somebody that the the grand, the, the, Oz himself is there. I wanted to say something else, but that would have came off wrong. Um, but yeah, Jordan, I got to thank you so much for coming on Second Chance uh, Moped Podcast. And don't forget, everybody, our official email is Second Chance Moped Podcast at gmail.com. Don't be afraid to uh, tell me what you think of the podcast, what you like, what you don't like. If you want to send me some shit, I'm not doing any giveaways because I can barely get shirts out on time. Uh, if you've ordered a shirt and haven't gotten one yet, I am working on it. Believe me. I love all you guys. And Jordan, don't forget, mopeds are dumb. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. yeah.